Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. One thing we would probably all like to improve is our memory, whether for shopping trips or doing better in school exams. But the human memory is a very complex thing, and we still know very little of how it works. Though we do know that memory tends to get worse as we get older, and that can be very serious in people suffering from Alzheimer's disease. But scientists are experimenting with a new drug that blocks the part of the brain that seems to control stress. It's not as simple as reducing stress to improve your memory, but initial experiments have suggested that by blocking some of the stress parts of the brain, that memory functions are improved. Unfortunately, these initial experiments have only been tried on mice, and they are not the best creatures to show how good or bad memory functions. But if the same process does work on humans, then it could lead to ways of improving memory, especially in older people. Not long ago, the main way that people would learn what was happening in the world was through daily newspapers. However, with changing lifestyles and more electronic media, newspapers are becoming less popular. Also, they are fairly wasteful, and although the paper may get recycled, it is still an inefficient process. However, a new innovation from Japan could give newspapers a new use to power our electronic products. Not by burning the paper, but instead as a type of bio-friendly battery. The used newspaper is added to a small container of water and enzymes and forms a type of glucose sugar that is then combined with other enzymes, which initiates a flow of electrons and then works as a sort of battery. The generated current is only tiny, barely enough to power an MP3 player. But hopefully, this new green technology could lead to more efficient recycling options for paper products. You might think that our planet Earth is a very stable world, and it generally is. But it does wobble a bit on its own axis. It is not a perfect sphere rotating exactly on the same axis, but up till now, scientists haven't been able to determine how much the Earth wobbles. However, a research project deep underground in Eastern Europe is using a system of super advanced lasers and complicated technology, and they hope to find out how much our planet does shift on its axis. The lasers have to be buried deep underground to compensate for external factors like weather and atmospheric conditions. But now the first results are coming in. It seems that the Earth wobbles by around 10 meters off its axis, but that depends on other factors such as the Moon's orbit and our own orbit around the Sun, which in itself is not perfect. As the Earth is over 12,000 kilometers in diameter, a 10-meter wobble isn't very important, but it does help us understand more about our own planet. Meanwhile, if we are studying the stars, then of course we need a telescope. Traditionally, we would use a telescope high on a mountain in the middle of nowhere to get the clearest images of space, so that air and light pollution is minimal. 
Then, in 1990, the Hubble Space Telescope delivered some amazing pictures of space from our own Earth orbit. But now, NASA wants to send a telescope even further out into our solar system, so that we can see even more. The plan would be to send a telescope out to beyond the planet Saturn, in order to look out at the rest of the galaxy. Astronomers say that as it would be so dark there, so far away from the Sun, we would be able to see things that are invisible from Earth or even Earth's orbit. Previous space missions have sent back photographs of planets, but a space telescope could see much deeper into space. There is no guarantee that such a telescope would be built, but it is something that astronomers think could really improve our understanding of the cosmos. Meanwhile, back in England, four or five thousand years ago, the amazing structure known as Stonehenge was built. It is a large circle of massive stones, and we still don't know exactly why it was built. But new research has shown where the massive stones came from, and that was an area of Wales about 250 kilometers away. Some of these stones are six or seven meters high, and so weigh tens of tons, and even with our current technology, would be quite hard to transport. How our ancestors managed that feat many thousands of years ago, with obviously a lot less technology, is still unknown. So even though we now know where the rocks came from, why or how they were moved remains a complete mystery. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for this week, the first science blog for 2012. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. Teen Time.